0: Welcome to Becoming the Best You with the Hodgson's. Please welcome your hosts, Ryan and
1: Ellie Hodgson. Hello and welcome to another episode of Becoming the Best You with the Hodgson's. Today, we're really looking forward to having a good chat with A man who we've actually never spoken to before today. We've been connected on social media for must be years now. Um, He puts a lot of great content out there. He's in the fitness realm. He works predominantly face-to-face with clients now. and We just loved his message and wanted to get him on board. And His name is Matt Smith. How are you doing, Matt?
0: Very well, thanks. Ryan and Ellie, how are you two? Good, thank you.
2: Thank you so much for taking the time to come on this.
1: My (laughs) absolute pleasure. I'm really looking forward to it. So just for those people um, who perhaps haven't heard of you, haven't seen sort of the stuff that you're doing at the moment, what? just briefly tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, exactly who you are. Okay,
0: so my name is Matt Smith and tiny bit of a backstory to give you some perspective on what I do and why I do it, if that's all right?
1: Yeah, yeah. totally cool, yeah.
0: So when I was younger, I played a lot of golf, wanting to be a pro golfer, but I got to a point at about 19 where I started to compare myself to other golfers. And I did a thing that I see a lot of people doing now, and that's compared myself to other people who are better than me, uh, which led to me telling myself I wasn't very good, um, which in short led to me quitting golf. And from the age of, it it was about 18, 19 that happened and up until about 22, so about four years, I tried loads of different jobs. I tried the corporate world, I tried selling insurance, I tried chefing, I tried selling houses, Um, I set up an eBay store and selling stuff online through eBay, I tried running a a business, buying and selling cars, tried so much stuff, but I couldn't really... Get to grips with anything. I couldn't really get passionate about anything, um, and I was just on this conveyor belt going round and round in circles, and my life never seemed to be going anywhere. And I was working at a time for a guy called Richard Wright, who owns an estate agency over in a place called Market Harbour near Leicester. And I was only filling in for somebody over there who was on maternity leave, and I was working for him on a six-month thing. And after five months, I'd sold a total of zero houses and he came to me one day he said man i want to chat to you in the office i was like okay cool just gonna sit in the office and we were quite quite good friends i played a bit of golf with him in the past and that's how the job came about and he uh, he sat me down and he said to me he said Ma, i can see you've got this drive this this passion there's just something inside you to do well you're just one of those people i can see that inside you but he said you'll never be um successful you'll never do well if you chase success, which is all I was doing with everything that I do. And when I did the, the chefing, I wanted to be the next Gordon Ramsay. Um, when I did the estate agency, I saw, saw a show on TV called something like Real Estate New York or something where guys were making millions in commissions. Oh, like, yeah, wow. Have you seen that? yeah i yeah, love that program <laughs> <laughs> frederick i love him he's a, he's a legend that guy um but so i was like right everything i did i wanted to be really successful and he sat me down and he said matt you'll never be successful if you chase success i was like okay cool so what do i do he said if you want to be successful do two things one is do something you enjoy and two do something where you're helping people i was like okay cool so let me put those two together um take some time away and just sit and just be with that question to be with those two statements. And I thought, right, what do I enjoy and how can I help people? And I'd always kind of enjoyed fitness at school. I always, I'd rather be out in the playground, playing football or running around than being sat in the classroom. So I was like, right, I enjoy fitness. I enjoy sport. I've been to the gym a bit. Um, I wonder if there's some way I can help people by doing something I enjoy. And I Googled how to help people in the gym and personal trainer came up. So like, okay, I'll train to be a personal trainer. So I did that eight years ago, and I've not really looked back since. I mean, it's the only job that I've ever spent any time in. It's the only job that I've been paid back, not in terms of like finance, that as well, but in terms of fulfillment.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, seeing the impact that it has on people's lives when you change their habits from unhealthy ones to healthy ones, change their mindsets, their beliefs, from unhealthy ones that don't serve them to healthy ones that do serve them. And the knock-on effect of that, when you help people and they send you a Christmas card saying, Matt, you've not only changed my life, but you saved my life, seeing the impact that has, because they're in a relationship, uh, they've got kids, and uh, I don't know if people know my story, but having been there as well, um, when I say been there as well, it's the thinking that I'm, my, people around me will be better off with me not being here. That was three yeah. years ago. That's, that's way in the past. That's long gone now. But having experienced that as well, it helps me really connect with the certain type of people that don't believe there enough, don't believe that there's a way out, that don't just want to uh, like drop a dress size or get a six pack. Um, what I do is help people on a much deeper level. I don't want to like it's cliche saying, "Oh, I do change lives, I transform lives," but uh, kind that's of what me. you do.
1: Then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, I think that's so powerful because I think there is this general, general. Um, trend is people see like personal trainers and even us online and they see people that like they're in good shape and they think that they've never had struggles and it's good mm-hmm. it's great that you're obviously open about the struggles that you've had in the past because it opens a lot of doors to people who would perhaps be intimidated by a typical PT who's left school gone straight into the fitness industry and walked around you know we've never had a worry in their life sort of thing Well,
2: there was a post that you did yeah. at the end and I said to Ryan we have to, get to speak to Matt. We have to get him on board the podcast because I'm sure there's so many people that could kind of resonate and really sort of perhaps look back at their lives and think, actually, you know, I need to I need to listen to what he's saying.
0: Mm. And that's it, like one of, one of my best um, clients that I had. Not that he was cooler or had more money than my other clients, but the, one of the best clients I had because of the transformation I saw with him Um, When I sat across from him and said, I've got to ask the question, why do you want to work with me? He said, cause I did put a big story out about when that happened at the time when I was thinking of taking my own life and leaving my family behind my then partner at the time with my little boy and she was pregnant as well with my little girl. When I was thinking of leaving all them behind, I put a big post out after I transformed my life and changed my life and turned it all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat across from him and said, why, why me? Why do you want to work with me? He said, well, basically Matt, I am where you were and you are where I want to be. And if I hadn't have put my story out there, he probably wouldn't have become a client and he probably wouldn't be here now because I asked him, uh, I do this thing where I future pace with people, I say, listen, if you don't change your life now, what, like what could it look like in five, ten years time? And he was—he stopped, he paused, he took a breath, he started crying and said, I probably won't be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But fortunately he still is. and now, like,
0: <laughs> like fortunately he's still here, I mean, this to this day now he left a job that he was unhappy in um he's lost something like three stone in weight and he's now running his own business and he's an advocate for change and he's a healthy person he's a role model to people around him and that's just because he well one resonated with me and saw my story but two he actually did the work to say no like i'm not happy with where i am i'm not going to settle i'm not going to chuck in the towel i'm going to just take one day at a time and step forwards and now he's transformed his life and i uh, many stories like that and so has other coaches and i'm sure you guys have that as well with your clients
2: yeah it's definitely one of uh, one of a few jobs i find that you get this fulfillment but i think you can only get it you know, if you like you said you have that passion because obviously you've tried all these different jobs in the past that you didn't get that fulfillment back from it and it's definitely when you have a passion and like yours is to help someone
1: mm. then
2: you, you you are rewarded
1: definitely yeah so i mean in terms of like what you're doing I mean we've already covered sort of why you do it but what sort of one big thing that you're finding people struggle with it so like when they come to you, what's the main issue dare I say or what's their biggest struggle
0: there's a few things like one I see people struggle with is getting absolutely clear on what it is that they really want I mean the first thing that a lot of people do is they lie to themselves about where they are at where they actually are yeah. they say oh it's it's kind of all right um, or I'm not doing that bad. But when you like peel away those onion layers and you get to the truth, then a lot of the times they're really not happy with where they are when you, when you actually get to the truth. So one I think is admitting the truth of where they are is the thing that people struggle with. Um, and knowing that it's okay to admit that truth. I think people fear that because I
1: love that. yeah they,
0: they fear having that as their identity. And then it's hard to move forward from that. So they fear going into that dark place. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing I think people struggle with is, like I said, is getting clear on where it is they actually want to get to and why they want to get there as well is another thing. Um, and the third thing, I think the most important thing is, the biggest thing for me is having people love themselves and putting themselves first. Not from a selfish point of view, but for me, that's totally self-lust doing it. Because if you, I don't want to throw too many cliches at like you guys today, but if you become the best version of you, everyone around you benefits yeah. but if you're tired and stressed because you're always trying to help other people and save other people and put other people first then you're really actually no good to anybody
1: yeah, yeah. i love that it's then, like you put you can only put too many fires out before you get burnt yourself so you need to work on yourself definitely
2: and that's one thing that we like say, like strong about is for our clients to kind of really take a look back you know look back at them when was the last thing they made time for themselves but then also try and start the day with like a positive affirmation and that's the hardest step I would say that for all of our clients to try and do because we're not used to I think in this society that we are now we're not used to kind of giving ourselves praise or looking at ourselves in a way with self-love because we see it as like a, a vanity sort of thing when really it's not.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the misconception people have is all people think I'm vain and selfish if I say that I am worthy of whatever it is I want to achieve or I do love myself. But we need more people out there to push that message that they do love themselves because then it gives other people permission to do that. And then the world is just on an upward spiral then.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of the time though as well because we've we've spoke to people about this sort of... um, you know self-loving and uh, we always say there's a huge difference between saying it and actually feeling it and connecting with it emotionally it almost comes down to that first point you said about people being like lying about actually being happy it's like you can go through the motions of saying oh you know I do I do love myself I like, give yourself confidence but you have to genuinely believe that you and actually connect with them on a deeper level rather than just saying it yeah 100% yeah yeah yeah, and I think like, once people do that, it then starts to, like you said, everyone around them benefits. But also, then the goals that they thought were their goals become like a byproduct of them putting themselves first and loving themselves and giving themselves that sort of. Really, I think it's a lot of it is even like self-respect that they deserve. You know, they they almost forget when they grow up. You're
2: this, yeah. Like obviously, you're realizing that people often do. Like, I mean, I, I'm it kind of raised sort of a little bit of a trigger with me because I look back at a sort of past before I was with Ryan a past relationship that I was in and I think I lied to myself for about 10 years and you know I I pretended that everything was fine how do you help people kind of to kind of accept it and become aware of perhaps their fears and things like that
0: in terms of the way I work is I just try and give them the space to be able to do that um, let them know that it's okay to not be okay, and then also try and be uh, like proof of that. Like if you follow me on social media, you'll see me now and again, share that it's okay to go into your dark place and shine a light on it and admit where you are. Not that you don't have to do it publicly out to the world, yeah. yeah. And go, oh, my life's terrible, and this is my health is bad, and my relationship, blah blah blah. But it's it's just I'm just trying to think of like past experiences where I've done that. I can remember a client where I or a few times where I asked the people if they love themselves and
1: I think a lot of what you do is so much because people because you you're like a an open book so obviously I speak about my mental health as well and I think it helps people relate better doesn't it so you would almost like you almost become this sort of sponge to people where they can offload and you're just the listening ear and that that can be so much more important than actually thinking you need to use tools and methods to try and try and change people's thought processes because everyone has the answers themselves, don't they, like within them. They just need some help finding them.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest thing is people, yeah, is helping people realise that the answer, that's that's what I think of the difference between a coach and a trainer because where I was for so many years was just a trainer which is telling people the answers, what I, what I thought they wanted. Here. to here. <laughs> do this many press ups, eat this type of food, um, have this belief or whatever it might be. But since I transitioned from just training people to coaching people where I now ask more questions, um, they, it's crazy how people, because you've got to believe in that yourself as a coach. You've got to believe that they do have the answer. And my ego wouldn't let me coach people for so long because I was like, no, they don't have the answer. That's why they're coming to me. But it wasn't until I got coached and realised, well, actually, I do have all the answers inside me. I just need somebody else to help me access them.
2: Yeah, it's like triggering, triggering of something. Because I find that people are so much in a the rush these days that when you yeah. you say, how are you? Everyone's like, yeah, I'm fine. But when you're having <laughs> a one-to-one or you're on like a specific coaching call or whatever and you're asking the right questions, that's when people will kind of feel as if, well, actually, this person gives me time. I'm going to open up and share. And I find that... That's the saddest thing about now is how much we are no rush, that we don't truly answer and really connect and communicate.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. And what's the saying goes, slow down to speed up or something like that? I have no idea the context of that one or where <laughs> it came from, but I think it fits there. Um, but yeah, like the, the most powerful question I ask people is, do they love themselves? And I ha- I'm yet to have a person sit in front of me and say wholeheartedly, 100%, yes, they do. And then when they say their no's in however they say no, I'll ask them, well, do you think that you need to love yourself before you get the results or after? Because if you say, well, I'll love myself when, then your subconscious says, well, I don't have that now. And if I don't love myself now, I'll do all the work that I can to prove that you don't love yourself. So you'll eat the cake if you're trying to get in shape or you'll argue with your partner if you're trying to improve your relationship or you'll go and spend a ton of money on stuff that you don't really need if you're trying to improve your finances. If you say, I'll be happy then, or I love myself then,
1: it'll always be then, it'll always be away from you. Yeah, I love that thought thought process because we've always looked at it from the other way, of the other angle of like, you have love within you already. You don't need things to get it. You just need to find it yourself and believe it before you can actually do anything in the right way. So you've almost got the opposite way, which is, works really, it's an interesting way because I think people would learn from it in a different way as well. Yeah,
0: like I said, yeah. just to clarify, that that's what I meant is I'll get people to come from a place of love rather than yeah. chase the thing and then you can be happy and you can love yourself then. So if you come from a place of self-love, you eat the better food. You, you take more time for yourself. You say no to things that you don't really want to do. Um, a great book on that, if people haven't read it yet, is the one by Mark Manson, I think it is. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F asterisk CK. I, can't, I don't know if we can swear on this podcast yeah, yeah you can <laughs> swear yeah,
1: we're, <laughs> we're real and more but yeah cool so um,
2: I'm just writing think, it down
1: <laughs> yeah I'm
2: not, I can't remember if I read that as
1: well no, oh, know, sort of, a subtle no art I'm novels. one of these people who collects every single book someone mentions and then like don't get around to, to read them all <laughs> so at the moment like I'm reading three. highly recommend it Three different books at a time, and it takes me forever to read them. But yeah, um, definitely- I
0: highly recommend that to anybody who's like who's a little bit stuck and doesn't know really where to go or what action to take, um, and they feel like they're maybe a people pleaser or they're putting everybody else first before them. Then the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson is a is a great place to start. And it, like spoiler alert for people that don't want to go and read it, um, <laughs> it basically helps you prioritize like what's really important and get clear on what's really important to you and then helps you just go and do those things.
1: Uh, I am sure I have read that because it's, I think again, that's that would help so many people, not even just from a self-love point, but from a lifestyle perspective who, you know, everyone says they don't have time. And I always say, I'm a strong believer that like our time will be filled whether we choose to or not. So it's Mm -hmm. almost making a, a conscious choice that allows us to go on the path we want to go on rather than feeling like, do you know what I'm plodding through life? I'm doing things I don't really want to do and don't, they're not aligned with where I want to be. Yeah. That's it. Cool. So, I mean, in terms of like somebody was struggling right now, someone has listened to this podcast and they're like really not sure what they should do. What, what would be sort of one piece of advice that you would, you would give them if you could only give them one bit of advice?
0: get clear on what they want. Like if you could, this is an exercise I do quite a lot and it's really powerful, I do it with myself quite a lot and, and a few clients that are right for it, um, is imagine you had a magic wand and you could just create just the perfect, like suspend all disbelief and, and limits of time and money and just create what it is that you want from the heart, what you really truly want, what would make you really happy. And if materialistic stuff and a six-pack is what would make you really happy, then cool. Then write that down and then do everything you can to just put plans in place to make that happen. Get the people around you to make that happen. You're a product of your environment. And if you want to be happy but you're constantly around depressed people, then chances are you're not going to be very happy. Uh, if you want to be in shape but you're constantly around um, people that just don't care about their health and fitness, then you're probably not going to be very much in shape so one is this kind of a two-part answer one is get absolutely clear on what it is that you want take some time go for a walk in nature get a pen and paper out and just start writing what is it that I actually want and you'll know what the answer is when you write it because you'll feel it Um, and then two is get around those people who
1: are either able to help you get what you want or have what you want love it really in the two pa- two really powerful yeah. things that can pretty much just by following those change your life and i think that's the yeah. I, I love that being clear on what you want because i think people just want what they think they should want and that's mm-hmm. they almost live fit into that belief it's like we've had clients who come to us they they want to lose weight and we're like do you really want to lose weight why do you want to lose weight and they actually don't you know and we're like that's totally cool just because you might be overweight it doesn't mean you have to want to lose weight and it's almost like they tried to fit into this belief and we're like look when you actually want that we can help with that yeah. but right now that's not actually what you want <laughs> hmm
2: and it's also yeah. surrounding yourself, like you say, with the people that can help you or, you know, people, the way you want to be. Because, you know, I especially seen it with Ryan when he was suffering and he was stuck in like one way relationships. You've, people kind of hold on to I think, people just for the sake of it. And sometimes it's as brutal as it is, you sometimes you just got to cut them off, especially if you're not currently happy with where you are in life.
0: Mm -hmm. it's the it's the crabs in the bucket thing isn't it whenever you try and make a go of anything, people will try and hold you back but not just people in general but also your own mind your ego does that because it's if it's in a situation that it knows it even if it doesn't like it your ego will do everything it can to keep you there because it's safe although you might be unhealthy or although you might have a terrible relationship you might be broke or whatever but if your ego knows that in a way it's safe it's like the whole caveman in a cave thing it's safe in the cave but eventually you'll starve and die if you don't go out after your food
1: yeah i love that analogy actually that's a really good one so um in terms of like looking at we obviously touched on it at the start in the terms of the fitness industry we always ask our guests this one question like if you could change one thing about the health and fitness industry like what what would it be and why
0: That's a really good question.
1: and um, I think yours is going to be quite different to other guests. So we're, we're, I'm <laughs> interested to hear this.
0: <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, it's so with the fitness industry, I keep a very, very, very like long distance view on it. I don't try and get into it and swim around in that pool of what, people are doing and saying in the fitness industry because there's so many different opinions on what you should eat, eat when you should eat it what training is best what training is worst what you should do what you shouldn't do there's so many different things going on and i think to say that i don't like this or i don't like that i, I suppose the only way i can answer that is by saying i wouldn't change anything I'm just going to stick to doing what I'm doing and let people have their own experience of what they want to do. Yeah. My, I mean, like I could say a, a certain type of training is wrong, but that's only my type of belief because if you go and speak to the person who's doing that type of training and they love it and they're a fan of it and it works for them, then who am I to say you shouldn't oh. be doing that? Same as the people that say, oh, you should count your macros or you shouldn't count your macros or you should count calories or not or fasting or paleo or whatever it might be or fruitarians, which are now something new to me that I'm just recently looking at, but not too much. Like I said before, I can't say I need, you need to change this or do that differently. Um, everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's doing their own thing. And if I would say anything, cause I imagine there's probably more people listening to this that are outside the industry, maybe looking for ideas on how to get into shape and be better than industry people themselves, like fit pros and whatever. So to the people outside looking in, I would just say, just, Pick something that you're going to enjoy and stick to if you're looking at getting into shape. Look at people who you resonate with. So if you like what, let's say you two, what you two are doing. So if people are listening and going, right, I really like um, what Ellie and Ryan are doing and I, I like their vibe, then go into it and go and jump wholeheartedly into it and give them your time and effort and energy and, mm. and do it. But if you like the, the local fitness instructor at your local gym who's running Zumba classes, you like dancing around for an hour and having a bit of fun, then if you like that and enjoy it, that's better than sitting on the couch. That's better than going down the pub. loving yeah. In general,
2: and that's the best way to look at it as well. Because I find like the sort of fitness industry is an industry that is very bitchy. It's a dog eat dog world, and the way how you've just put it is that's the best way. Like everyone has their opinions, and that's the beauty of opinion. Everyone does have a different one, and the most important thing that you can do is do something that you do enjoy.
0: That's it. And so on that note, when you said about the whole, it's very bitchy and doggy dog world, I, I saw that and I saw myself getting involved with that. Yeah. And I had to stop and check myself. I was like, hang on a minute. Is this actually helping the people I want to help? Or is this just my ego running the show going, no, I know more than you. I know better than you and my way's the best and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't actually fulfill the reason why I got into this industry, which is to help people. So I have to stop, I have to check in and go, hang on a minute, why am I here? What's my purpose? And that is to just help as many people as I possibly can. I don't help people if I get into a debate of whether Zumba is better than CrossFit. I don't help people if I say, get into a debate about macros and calorie counting. All I do, like the only way I can fulfill my purpose is to focus on the people who are listening to me, who want my help, who get my vibe and what I'm about and want to come into my world. Mm -hmm. I I can help more people spending my time, effort and energy doing that putting out stuff for them than I can by sitting in a Facebook group going, no, you're wrong, you shouldn't do
1: (laughs) your macros or whatever. You should be a fly on the wall when we see that going on because we're the same (laughs) as you, we just watch it from a distance. I never comment on anyone else's things and you just sort of laugh and it's like I'm so glad that we don't get into that because people get so, they lose so much energy and it's like you said, it takes away from people that they could be helping. You know, So it's just funny, it's great to hear that you have a very similar sort of, View, view on that. <laughs> That's it. So I guess to answer the question it's to be to
0: dear fit pros, stop bitching and start helping. That's
1: yes, it. love it. So we always have this trick question at the end that um, normally puts people a little bit on their on the back foot. but uh, what's one question that we haven't asked you that we should have done?
0: Um, what's one question that you haven't asked that you should have done? I'm trying to think of your audience. And tell you what, here's a question back to you then. What's the type of person that will be listening to this? What's one of their struggles? Or something, tell me something
1: about the, your audience that I can say this is the question you should have asked. So it's normally women that want to lose weight, struggling with confusion in the marketplace, what to do. And they're really, really busy, so they don't have hours and hours. They just like to have things that are easy for them to follow, and they want to learn and understand. So it not just helps them, but their family too.
0: Okay, so the question you could have asked me is what's one thing um, these women can do to help them get a healthy, confident body? That's the question you could have asked. Do you want me to answer that question? Yes, that would be buzzing. It's a good one. Okay, start every day asking yourself, how can I prove that I love myself today? What's one thing I can do to show myself that I love myself? Just set that as a reminder in your phone. Write it on a piece of paper by the side of your bed. And before you check Facebook or your emails, ask yourself, what's one thing I can do today to prove that I love myself?
1: Oh. Awesome. That's, that's a really, good, um, yeah, I really good thing. We could add that into our because we, we do daily rituals every day, similar sort of thing, but that's something that we could definitely add in as well. Because that's, I think... I'll put put the invoice in the post for that one if (laughs) you want. So
2: ladies if you're listening (laughs) start doing this writing down what's one thing you can do to prove to yourself you love yourself.
1: Yeah so in terms of people who want to get hold of you I know you do predominantly face to face you're happy to connect with people if they want to and things like that online. Definitely
0: mate I would just want to try and help as many people as I can who are stuck and struggling who are unhappy who are frustrated. We'll
1: put Matt's Facebook uh, page on our show notes so go over to hodgsonhealth.com forward slash podcast it'll be on there with his bio and things like that reach out to him you'll see the amount of content he's putting out there you can tell he's just a genuine bloke wants to help people and he's he's helped us at times when he you know and it was actually a post that he'd done the other week that triggered us to want to connect with him again today so thanks a lot for your time Matt we won't take up any more we really appreciate it and um, take care my pleasure, guys, and
0: thank you very, very much for helping me um, share the message and share the love to the world. And thanks for having me on. I appreciate it a lot. Thank
2: you for tuning Cheers. in to Becoming the Best You with the Hodgson's. Be sure to go over to HodgsonHealth.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes.